this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad therein, for he give us another day. Another day that he has graced us with only because of his goodness and his mercy that endureth forever. Welcome to With Purpose, Our Purpose podcast. This podcast designed with you in mind, understanding our purpose and our identity in Christ Jesus. For we have to know who we are and to whom we do belong. And that is to our Lord and Savior. As we continue the study of the book of John, that we may believe. We are up to chapter 16 and Jesus is teaching his disciples as he is preparing his journey, the rest of his journey to, to on earth, uh, to Calvary, to the cross, where we were redeemed. And he's teaching his disciples, uh, knowing uh, the trials and tribulations that he was getting ready to go through, but also what they would face after he leave. He is explaining to them that they would be put out of the synagogue, which is same as the church, uh, the Jewish uh, similar place. They would be put out of the synagogue, and he also told them that it's going to come a time when men, they would kill you. People was going to kill you, and they're thinking that they are doing the will of God. And we call to mind Brother Paul, uh, whom Jesus convicted and converted uh, to be sent out to the Gentiles that they they uh, may be taught as well. And Paul, he was a Pharisee. He was a Roman. Uh, he was a very articulate, scholarly uh, man that studied the law day and night, knew eight different languages. Paul was very intelligent, but he persecuted the church. And this is what one of the things that Jesus was speaking of. And Paul persecuted the church in his ignorance, thinking he was doing the will of God, following the letter of the law, as he says. We will learn as we get into the book of Acts. He thought he was following the letter of the law that thou shalt have no other God before him. And here is Jesus that came on the scene. And he is saying that he is the son of God and that he is God. You see the Father, you see me. And that was his preaching. And Paul uh, interpreted that as him saying that he is a God that is above God. But all all Jesus was saying that him, him and the Father was one as the same in which we have learned in the Trinity head that they are three God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Ghost. They are the Godhead. They are equal. They are one and the same as Jesus said. So um, they would be persecuted just like Jesus predicted. He knew what was to come and what they were to face. And in the next chapter, we learn the prayer that Jesus prayed. Uh, he is teaching them in Proverbs and in and, and parables. He said, I go away in a little while. And then in a little while, you'll see me again. And what he was saying, letting them know that he, he would be crucified. And he would 
be gone for three days and then he will rise again and they will see him again just for a little while but he had to go to the father first and that then the father would send the comforter back unto them which is the holy spirit and he said it's expedient that he come the holy spirit will come understand um, before Christ died, the Holy Spirit dwelled in one place when he visited the earth. Everybody didn't, wasn't able to uh, experience him. He didn't come to everybody during the Old Testament time because he was in the holy of holy place in the church, in the synagogue, what they talk about. He was located, the church is, is made up of several um, divisions back then. There was the outer court, there was the inner court, and then there was the holy of holy. It was made into sections. And, and the holy of holy place is where the Holy Spirit dwelled. God said, that's my seat. That's where I called the seat of mercy where I will meet you at. And that's where the priest would go in the holy of holy places. Now, and talk with God there and get a word for the people. And then they would come back out and deliver a word. Now, in order to get to the holy of holy place, you had to be pure and you had to be without sin. Be without sin. And, you know, when when the priest got ready to, to, to go back and worship God and get a word from God, they had to be cleansed. And this is where the sacrifice of the different animals and the sprinkling of blood and all of that came into play. The sprinkling of blood it could be no remission of sin without the shedding of blood. So they would, uh, they would sacrifice the animals, sprinkle the blood up in it as acceptable uh, repentance of sin unto God. And they would cleanse themselves. They had to be sanctified, set apart, so they would go through fasting and prayer back into the... Um, in order to be able to go back into the holy of holy place. That's where the Holy Spirit dwells. That's where uh, God would meet them to give them a word during that time. So when Jesus died, that veil, it was a mighty earthquake that occurred, and we'll learn more about it, uh, that occurred, and it caused that veil to split. And when that veil split, Hallelujah to the Lamb. The Spirit of God was set free amongst the people to dwell. But Jesus and the Holy Spirit couldn't dwell here on earth at the same time. If they did, then perfection would come at that time. So in order for, for the Holy Spirit to come, Jesus had to leave. And he said, it's expedient that I do so, that he would come. Now, when he said, when the Holy Spirit come, he's coming to reprove man. Reprove man of sin and to judge. 
that is for the Holy Spirit to do. Man would be found in sin, as he said, because he did not believe in Jesus. Because man did not believe in Jesus. That's where the sin, he was coming to reprove that. But he also, uh, hallelujah, is the gateway to, to, to reveal who Jesus is. But we have to accept him in our heart first in order for the Holy Spirit to come and do what he needs to do within us. To, to give us change of heart and change of mind. He comes and he operates within us. As Jesus told tell them before, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Now he come to judge the prince of the world, which is the devil, who has control once Jesus leaves um, in the mind of the people because, you know, they kicked him out of heaven when he came at earth. He would rule the earth. But Jesus come that we may be redeemed, reconciled back unto God so he wouldn't have rule over us. Now, the last thing that he had control over that uh, Jesus needed was the keys of hell that death control because the wages of sin is what? Death. But the gift of God is eternal life. So Jesus overcame death. Hallelujah. Through by the resurrection that was the only thing that he did not have control over. So when he got up out of the grave, hallelujah to the Lamb, all power was given unto him in heaven and in earth. He had defeated the enemy. He said he had already overcome the world. That's how he knew that the disciples would overcome through by the blood of the Lamb. So we're able to now receive the Holy Ghost within ourselves once we have believed we have believed and once we believe then the Holy Spirit comes and he confirms he's given us confirmation into Jesus that's why I always tell people when they question or if they're in doubt does God exist does Jesus does heaven exist Ask. Ask God who he is. Ask him to reveal himself to you. And he will. He will. There is no doubt about it. That he exists. And he exists every day in our life. He said there is no excuse for man not to believe. Even in his creation here on earth, you see God working within it. Working within his creation every day. Who tells the wind to blow and it goes? How do you know the wind exists? You feel it, but you can't see it. You look up in the sky, who created it? 
Who put the stars in place? Who told the sun to shine for 12 hours and told the moon to rule over the night? God did. God did. He is everywhere. He is everywhere. We can't see him, but we sure can trace him. That is the God that we serve. So we believe, once we believe in that coming to perspective, hallelujah. Now, he said, now once the Holy Spirit come and, and, and you go through all this, now you're still going to experience the hurt, the pain. And he used the parable as the woman that, go in, that goes into labor to give birth. She experienced birth and pain. But she knew what's got to come forth from her. And once that birth has occurred, she straightway forget about all that pain that she endured and is overcome with joy. He is giving them a description of what it's going to be like following him following him but we know that there is no other way that we will be able to find that joy that peace but through him even though we going through that hurt laboring um, against the world even though we going going through it we can find peace and joy in the midst of it rejoicing in the fact that he knows us by name and that he has set us aside and that he is going to return to reclaim us that we have a final destination resting place in him as long as we are obedient and submissive unto the Holy Spirit. He says just like that. Now and he, and he, he, he kind of rebuked um, the disciples a little bit because after he gave them a couple of uh, um, par- uh, proverbs, he said they said now you no longer speak in proverbs to us, but you speak plain. So now we know that you are truly from God. And he said you, you uh, because of that now you believe. You believe. Now you believe. But they was going to go through. And he just wanted to, to remind them that this is what you're going to deal with that you de- that you do believe. They said, I believe. They they believe. In it. And then he let them know that he soon would be standing alone. And which he did, all of them were scattered whenever Judas and, and uh the soldiers come to arrest him. All of the disciples would, would disperse. And he would be standing alone. Because it, it, that had already been prophesied. And he even told Peter, you know, in previous chapters, as Peter told him, Lord, I would die for you. And he told him before the, the cock crows three times, you would deny me before the crop. Uh, the rooster would crow three times. Uh, crow, which is 
the dawning of a new day, Peter would have denied him three times, and he did. Uh, Jesus was just letting them know that, you know, this I already know. You know, whatever is coming out of your mouth, uh, whatever you're feeling right now, because you're in my presence. But when the controversy comes, there's going to be conflict. You have to make a choice. And the reason that you would make your choices is that scripture may be fulfilled. And it was. It was. Jesus knew all things. And he spoke all things that he had gained from the Father in heaven that was revealed to him. And he wanted them to know that. So after his death, the Holy Spirit would bring these things that he had said back to their remembrance that would give them confirmation. Confirmation of who he was. Great teacher, my God. Great teacher. Great, great wisdom. Just powerful, powerful. And that is, you know, what the Holy Spirit brings to us is that understanding. He makes it plain. He makes it plain, but he shielded, shielded it from the world, um, their understanding. But once the Holy Spirit opened it up, we, we are more perceptive of it now than they was able to be back then. Because we do have the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit did open his teaching up to them and made it more available. That now they can um, contribute to the rest of the ones that would be coming after them. And it would be able to continue on. So very important. You know, these teachings over 2,000 years ago these words and it still ring true today it's not a fashion it's not just a zeal that will fade away but it is the truth and the only thing that will stand is the truth and that is what the spirit of God brings God's word is true and he gives revelations to it you continue to read Chapter 17, 18, over the weekend, chapter 17, uh, pay close attention to as Jesus prayed. This is the prayer that he prayed when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. And his sweat turned to blood, as blood, as scriptures say. Also, when you get to that, when, when you read that, wonder in your mind what was he praying so hard for that his sweat would turn to blood and even though he prayed father may this cup pass from me he also prayed for the church and it was Jesus um, nevertheless said not my will but thine will be done. You all be blessed. Be safe out there on today as you continue on your journey. May God keep you. May God bless you. May he keep you safe. Till we meet again.